and welcome to another chapter of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's chapter, I want to tell you a story about a trip I took to the United States Capitol, Washington, D.C., in March of 2019. This trip brought 140 of my fellow classmates for free from St. Louis to learn intersectionality between government and big business at the Brookings Institute. While we were there, we also took advantage of being in Chocolate City and ended the trip on an epic note. As someone who has traveled to DC a lot over the years, this was easily the funnest time I ever had. If you want to hear more stories such as these, please make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast while I tell you Chapter 8, Washington, D.C. So what brought me to Washington, D.C. in March of 2019? To give you a little bit of background, I was currently going to Washington University in St. Louis getting my MBA. As a part of that program, there is a class that we take that we basically learn of the intersectionality between business and government. And then at the end of that class, we will end up going to Washington, D.C., to the Brookings Institute, which Washington University has had a relationship with for a number of different years, in order to learn from very highly educated academic people about that intersectionality. Brookings Institute is a political think tank that has been created in D.C. that really can alter and change the landscape of the political realm. So that's what kind of brought us going to Washington, D.C. And even better, it was an all-expense-paid trip. Who ended up going? Basically, my whole entire class. We had 140 people in our class. We all were going down to D.C. in two different planes. So uh, I believe that March 2nd, half of them flew in the morning and the other half flew in the afternoon on a Sunday. And then we ended up staying in D.C. that Sunday through Tuesday night. And then we ended up flying back all in one flight back to St. Louis that Tuesday night. However, in a story I'll tell you later, that was just the first leg of our international voyages as a class because that next Saturday, half the class would be traveling to Barcelona while the other half, which it was me, ended up traveling to Shanghai, China. But I'll tell you that story for another day. While in D.C., I have a few tips and tricks to navigate the city while you're there. Now, as a background, most times I've come, it was usually for conferences or events, so I never really toured the city truly as an actual tourist. But I can give you a couple of tips to make sure that you can have as fun of a time in D.C. First tip I would say is get political. If you aren't really interested in politics or don't like politics whatsoever, I'm not quite sure if D.C. will be your right fit. But if you do like it or don't mind seeing it, you have plenty of different options of things to do and see. You can see the White House. You can go to the state capitol. 
Go to all the uh, memoriams out there, like the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial. And then just walking around the city, you can see this, the history of what D.C. was. And you can imagine what it was like when our founding fathers, as well as our first few presidents, were trying to steer this country in a new direction. The second tip I would say is get ready for bad traffic. D.C. is notorious for its bad traffic. Again, you have a lot of congressmen and senators traveling in and out throughout the city, a lot of consultants in the city at any given time. So traffic is always routinely going to be bad. However, there are times in which you can be stuck in traffic for an hour, hour and a half getting to a particular location. So I recommend take public transportation. It's very cheap. It's very easy to navigate the city as well. And then we're going to the airport. I end up uh, traveling from the DuPont Circle all the way to uh, the airport for maybe $2. And I only had a half an hour ride to get down there compared to our classmates when they were traveling back that it took them almost an hour to get to the airport. Third tip, like I said earlier, if you're not into politics or history, this might, might not be your city. But if you're in the city, I would say take advantage of the history. From the Masoni Museums, especially the African American History Museum, uh, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, there are a number of different historical sites, colleges, areas that you can truly live and breathe the history of how this nation was formed and delivered. So I would say really take advantage of those experiences because it's very enlightening when you see all that history within a city that's kind of modernizing as well. And the last tip I would say is it's kind of expensive to be in D.C. Akin to a New York or maybe even San Francisco, hotels, bars, and restaurants, they will be relatively on the more expensive side. So be prepared to spend a little bit more than you would on a hotel. I think ours, which was a pretty nice hotel at the DuPont Circle, was around maybe $350 a night. And at other times I've gone there, hotels maybe around $200 a night. And these are during all season times. So I would definitely recommend if you're coming to D.C., definitely be prepared to spend more money than you would another particular city. While we're in D.C., the focal point was us going to the Brookings Institute and learning about that intersectionality between business and government and how it had repercussions not only domestically but on a global scale. We as a class learned a ton of information and really got that particular experience and impact of what our business decisions impact governmentally, which I never really thought of beforehand or learned about during my times previously before this class. So it was an amazing experience. We were able to go to the United States Capitol. We were able to think with the most brilliant minds in the world. It was an amazing experience, something I would never forget. However, this was also an opportunity for us to spend one last time with one another as a class before we graduated. This is due to the fact that half of us were traveling to Barcelona, the other half traveling to Shanghai for our other excursion, and a lot of our classmates would not be coming back to campus last semester because they had already graduated. So this would be our last time as a class we would hang out with one another. The first few days, groups went out with different bars and 
restaurants and excursions into the city to see memoriums and museums and just enjoying others' company and time throughout our last few days all together. However, the story that truly comes to mind to me as what our experience in D.C. was, was our last night in Washington, D.C. before we ended up flying out back to St. Louis. So earlier that Tuesday night, me and a group of my eight close friends from business school end up going to the National Mall and going to different memoriums, like the Martin Luther King Memorial and the Lincoln Memorial as well, just to take pictures and enjoy the sights. When we Ubered back to the hotel, we were super starving because we were walking around for at least an hour and some change, and we wanted something to eat. So my close my close friends and a few of my other friends' friends end up going to a pokey spot to get something to eat. At that point in time, I wasn't really feeling pokey food, and a few other my friends weren't feeling pokey food, so half of us end up staying at the pokey place, and the other half, including me, end up going to the burger spot. We get to the burger spot, we wait for an hour for our burgers. It was pretty good burger, and we end up having a conversation. Then two of my friends end up getting into a political argument, which kind of made it a little bit uncomfortable, but knowing who these people were, it kind of made sense, and I got a little bit of enjoyment out of it, because again, our last time all together. And after that, we ended up meeting back with the people that went to the pokey spot. We're like, all right, we still want something to eat or drink. Like, what's, where, where should we go? So obviously, as millennials, we all get in our cell phones. We decide, okay, um, where's the best place for happy hours? So the first thing that comes up in our particular area is a place called Cafe Cintron, like a hole-in-the-wall Mexican spot had great, like, maybe $5 margaritas till closing, and it wasn't too crowded at that point in time. So we decided, let's go there, get a couple drinks, not too far from the hotel, and relax. So we're in the, the bar, we're having a good time, we're drinking, and we keep on seeing on our WhatsApp a ton of people celebrating with one another, saying, Hey, we're at this restaurant, having a good time taking a picture. Oh, we're at this bar, having a good time taking this picture. And we're like, oh, we'll set up our picture too. And we just like take a picture of us like drinking some margaritas at the spot. And another good thing about this was for me, at least is my group of buddies, which we're all part of a, a consortium. It was an MBA preparatory program for underrepresented minorities. I think that was the last time we were all together, even past graduation. So we were able to spend one night with one another, which was fantastic. But I think the night was kind of dying down a little bit. It was 10 o'clock. And then one of our mates kept on saying, hey, y'all need to come down here. It's popping. It's popping. It was definitely popping, but it was kind of, kind of slowing down to a certain degree. And I still wanted to go out, but it was, eh, people were kind of like, eh, weren't feeling that much. And then two people end up coming, and then a few other people end up coming, and then literally by maybe 10.30, it was an additional like 10 people that were there. So my good friend, he goes to the bartender, he's like, hey, you know, I think there's a lot of our classmates might be coming down. Is there any way we can 
take advantage of this upstairs area, which at that point in time, no one was upstairs. It was completely free. And the bartender was like, okay, maybe get additional 10 people. We can open up that space for you. So right after that, we kept on blowing up our phone saying, hey, guys, we need 10 other people to come up. We have this private little area on the upstairs of this hole in the wall Mexican bar. Come on, y'all. You need to come on through. Come on through. Then 15 minutes or 20 minutes later, yet 10 or 15 additional people started ended up coming. So at that point in time, the bartender opened up the second level. And then we basically got a VIP section once those 10 additional people came. I'm like, okay, all right. We got like 20, 30 people here now. We're, we're feeling it to a certain degree. And then from there, it was an avalanche. You just start seeing 10 people come, five people come, all these people come. And then by probably 11, 30, 12 o'clock, literally almost the whole entire class is there. Like people who we haven't seen the whole entire semester out and about were coming there. People were coming from across the city to come here, and it, it, was, an, it was an amazing experience. Again, it was the, the last night we were all together, or probably in one place, and organically, it just became a party for everyone to go to. Everyone was dancing up in the very, very intimate spot up there. It got so hot, I think they needed to put on the air conditioner. End up bringing us a personal bartender that was up there, and you know it was it was possibly one of the better experiences, if not the best experience I had organically at the school. Being that this became literally an outing with eight of my closest friends, including a couple of my friends' friends, and it eventually turned into this massive celebration with nearly all of our classmates at this random Mexican bar, Cafe Central. And I think we basically closed the place out. I had to leave a little bit earlier because uh, one of my friends had some trouble uh, getting back to the apartment. I started getting back to the hotel, so I, I made sure to help her out. But all in all, we closed the place down. It was an amazing experience, and it was great to be able to close out my time in Washington University with such great people and in such a fun environment. It was a night I would never forget. And as a person, I really like how I like when things happen organically. I think the best things in life aren't really planned out. The best things in life happen when you, you least expect it. That's my story of you know, and Centron and how a random night trying to get some food from a pokey spot and a burger spot end up being probably my best night with these group of people. While you're visiting Washington, D.C., there are plenty of places you can go to to see the history of the city. Probably the most important and first place people go is the White House. It is the symbol of the United States democracy and housed nearly all of our presidents since the birth of our nation. If you're a political junkie, going to the National Mall will make your day. You can go see the Jefferson Monument, the Washington Monument, the famous Lincoln Monument, and my personal favorite, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Monument. 
all of them, all in walking distance, and you can really make an afternoon out of seeing all the sights. Another place I will go visit is the United States Capitol. Be able to go to a place where all the political maneuvering happens is kind of a sight to see. If you're looking more into looking at the history of not only the United States, but the world, you should definitely visit all the Smithsonian museums that are there. There's over, I believe, 20 museums in D.C. that are all Smithsonian museums. You have one such as the National Museum of Natural History, the Air and Space Museum, an American History Museum, and even a Postal Museum. But my personal favorite while I was there was going to the African American History Museum. It's an amazing building, recently constructed over the last few years, and it takes you level by level of the history African Americans have gone through through this country. So there was one museum you had to visit while you're in D.C. I would definitely recommend that. And there's so much to see in that particular museum you can go there two or even three days. Unfortunately, when it comes to restaurants or places to eat or drink, I haven't really experienced that much in Washington, D.C. to give you a, a lot of recommendations. But the only one I can definitely recommend is Cafe Centron, which was a location we had that epic last night I was talking about earlier in the podcast. Great food, great happy hour deals, it's a very intimate spot, but everyone was having fun. It was a very vibrant atmosphere. So if you're going to D.C., I would definitely go to Cafe Citron. Well, that was basically my trip to D.C. I've been back a few times since then. However, I don't think I'll ever have a better time with such great people on a trip anytime in the near future. Thanks again for listening to Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike. And as always, if you decide to travel, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon.